This session of ADHD contains graphic descriptions of violence, gore, or sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. And as always, we hope you enjoy. I did start. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to get some water it's real Funny quick. place to start. You're a funny place to start. Said everyone I've ever dated. Hold on. I want y'all to talk while I'm gone, and then we, in character, we try to talk in character. Hold on, hold on. Maybe he wasn't talking to us. One hundred prompts. Um. Ah, oh, they're not. Hmm. <clears throat> let's see what. Let's see. Someone roll a d100. Let's see what prompt you guys get. Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, a real play tabletop podcast that uses D and D five E to tell a story and mess around a bit. <laughs> With me tonight is Carson and Brett. Um. <laughs> 14. Hello. You notice there's something you notice there's something different about X. Guess what they changed they did. What guess what change they did? Uh that's a stupid prompt. I don't Red, like that where, one. Where did you get that little hat? I like that little hat. I don't like that prompt. I'm doing a different one. Took it off one of those drowning gas. Oh, okay. Gideon is suddenly very sad. <laughs> oh god. And upset, <laughs> and upset that he yeah. asked. Okay, so here I'll roll. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll, roll one more time, and you guys can pick out of these three, while I go get water, <laughs> and take water to Sheena real quick. Um, such a weird way to phrase that. And then thirty-seven was the last one, which is you and X discuss the value of honor in adventuring. <laughs> All right, there's your three prompts. I'll be back in a in a few. I wasn't looking at them. I was doing something else. Have you been adventuring long, Red? How old are you besides? Um, not, uh, I really haven't been doing it too long. I'm only, only like 10 years. Um, I think Gideon's eyes widen a little bit there. Uh, he oh, puffs his chest out when you ask. He's like, I am 30 years old. Okay. And I know that's not very big, but I'm, I mean, Still pretty big, though, you know. Uh, I, I, I saw you doing. out there. You're clearly you know plenty, I mean. plenty capable of, of holding your own. It's, frankly, it's it's amazing, um, how, uh, well acclimated to combat dragons seem to be. Even though I've met several dragons who are not um, as incli- as combat inclined as others. The groundskeeper seems to be one of those. The librarian. Man, you should meet Strix. Um, Gideon's gonna roll a history check. Oh, he gets—he's just—it's just a flat too. It's terrifying. Ooh, a six. He doesn't know who Strix is. Oh, I. Strix, Strix, you—you you don't say. Uh, who—who who is that? Oh, she's the best. She's uh, she's like she's pretty much my mom. Uh, she raised me, and oh man. She was teaching me how to fight when I was just, you know, like little. Like he holds his hand like four feet off the ground. Um, you know, I was just like a little guy. She's already teaching me how to fight. Uh, we'll probably hook back up with her at some we point. We have a saying for um, that in the Commonwealth: knee high to a grasshopper. You know, I've gotten a lot bigger since last time I saw her, but I don't. Get it. I was way. I was still way bigger than a grasshopper, though. I was. He holds his hand out. I was. I was bigger than a grasshopper. Grasshoppers weren't even knee high on me, man. 
Humans say some weird stuff. We do. Everybody, everybody's a little bit weird, though, you know. Um, yeah, all people are weird. I agree. Well, um, well um, tell me about uh, about Strix. Where where might I uh, where might I find Strix? Oh, she's busy now. Uh, you know, she's got stuff going on. Um, I plan on talking to her again, though. Uh, me and Brax don't completely agree on Strix, but she's cool. She'll. She's just misunderstood, you know, by most people. Brax uh, doesn't agree you with know. you on on Strix. Uh, how do you, how do you mean? I just he's just not as big a fan of Strix as I am. Uh, he thinks she's a little too uh, hard, you know. But he doesn't get it, you know. He just doesn't get it. Like, you know, Strix just knows, like. People do bad stuff all the time, man. Like the Dragon Purge. You ever heard of that? That's pretty jacked up, you know. She doesn't want that to happen again. And uh, guess what? I don't either. Do you? Um, Do you want to see another Dragon Purge? I actually don't know about the Dragon Purge. I'll just make that call off the... Oh, my God. You d- oh. Oh, so you thought it was just... Uh, aren't you... Are you Aren't you like from Killstar or something? Oh, I, I did the Commonwealth perform the Dragon Purge. I think so. Yeah, well, I, it was I, combined. I Gideon would know about the Dragon Purge. I guess it that's was why a combined comes to dragons. What the Covenant so, and the Commonwealth? So to get into the history, um, the the Covenant originally had dragons on their side and dragons like helping them and like they were allies with the dragons and so the covenant or so the commonwealth didn't like that so yeah they started kind of a purge of dragons but then somewhere in there the dragon the the covenant also decided that the dragons were a little bit too much of a too much trouble and they started their own kind of war it was it was a war between elven houses that the dragons kind of got caught in the middle um i have a character I don't know if you know him. Uh, his name is Valentine Eventine, and he was involved in some of the dragon hunts of the Covenant of the Jazrael Covenant. Um, I've heard tell so of this individual. He carries a vial of purple uh, dragon blood from a amethyst dragon that he killed when he was younger. Uh, so yeah, it. It was a metal. it was a bad time for dragons. That's why they all ended up either going to hiding in Kelstar, or left for Vindowin, Basically, when the two major governments in the on the continent decide, oh, we don't want to deal with this anymore. We don't want dragons to be like a threat to us, and they start a genocide of it. Which, again, <sighs> but luckily for the dragons they're a lot smarter and more powerful than most mortal kinds and while they did lose a lot there's also still way more on kelstar than what you would ever assume they're just usually polymorphed or in hiding a little bit more hence why i let you guys create your ancient dragons that were based off of random places in kelstar like the sextant and uh, whoever else might be on kelstar <laughs> 
Um, I know. Um, I know. I know of one, but I don't want it the, to ruin uh, it until we do dragon. the campaign that they're involved in, and then I can say it. And I'm like holding that close to my chest. Um. <laughs> my silver dragon. That's a little. Um, that's not exactly sane. Oh yeah, the mercury mercury uh, mercury. I can't say that word. Star. The one that you said was mercurial. Mercuriosity, mercuriosity, and I was like, "Oh, so my mercury, my mercury, my mercury dragon is gonna have to uh, be some silverosity or something." Um, <clears throat> okay, God, I came back to you just talking about Strix. I'm like, "Oh God, this is gonna be interesting." Um, <laughs> anyways, oh God, why am I on just a ton of Warhammer mini figurines? I close out of that, close out of that tab. Alright, so you're around a campfire. You guys have been traveling since the barge went under, basically. I'd say you've probably been in the... You... Have you stayed close to the river? Or have you decided to, like, kind of... There's a lot of... We've been avoiding... Yes. Yeah, we've been avoiding Venators, right? So I think, like, we're moving pretty slowly, and Red is kind of acting as a forward scout to try to pick a careful path around them. I don't think we've like okay. been traveling in a straight line. I don't think we've been following any kind of like conventional wisdom or anything. We've just been moving very carefully. That's so as to exactly how I was picturing it. Cause reds flying overhead and just, yeah. Leading them away. That works perfectly for me. Make it uh survival rolls. Both of you. I'm just going to add my plus one. So I'll have to go into modifier. It's an old 10 plus one, 11. Oh, I got seven a seven. Seven eleven. Seven eleven. There were a lot of Venators around the river, and it became way too dangerous to actually travel like in a way that was like the river is your best bet to keep on the right path, and you guys had to branch out from that because of the Venators, and you started heading. You basically started heading almost due south. And made it through the mountains. But you ended up away from the river. And now you're in very hilly lands. Like it's the type of. It's the type of area where. From the a hilltop you can see for miles. But as soon as you dip below that hilltop. You can't see more than like. A hundred yards. And so you get like a good glimpse here and there of stuff. But you're, you're, you're up and down. Up and down. Up and down. It's really annoying. Um. And, like, you strike camp from this camp that you're at when you're discussing Strix. And I think you, you're you traveling probably carefully and slowly through a day. And, like, these aren't... Hmm, these definitely were green lands, like, nice and grassy woods here and there. Pretty nice area, honestly. But now it's looking like it's just dying. The tree... They're not burnt out. It's not like fire has taken this thing. It's just... Everything's looking sicker. It's the... Just like it's rotting from the inside. Yeah, it's like all of the, the plants... Is, yep, all of the plants, all the grass is like black at the edges and wilting. And like, oh, I think you, you probably like touch a tree and the outside is almost... It's almost greasy. It's almost like there's just a layer of... Ugh. Yeah, grease over it. Um... Gram. And like you don't see a lot of This is not this is not natural. It this cannot yeah, go. You away. don't and you don't see a lot of 
animals. There's not much in the way of animals here anymore. Um, you do see tracks of Venators. Like, obviously, they're Venator tracks. And smaller Parker. smaller ones that travel in packs that look like they could be, like, a miniature Venator. Uh, Red would probably know that they're Raptors. I don't think uh, Gideon hasn't had a chance to really discover what Raptors are like. Um, so I think... What's the weather feel like on top of this, though? You're you're heading into fall. It's it's crisp air, kind of cooler. It's been overcast a lot, but there hasn't been rain or snow of any sort. You're entering the area where usually, where usually it's like it's starting to get warmer, just because you're heading south and you're past the pine cone. So the whole wintry wonderland of Duskshire, that's there for twelve months out of the fourteen is kind of fading away and it should be it should just be nice fall colors and everything instead it's just grease and grime um you probably wake up and it's like a little bit of frost over everything which does not help the overall griminess of it all and i think red you're probably flying ahead when you spot what looks like a like a little Maybe a little town or a little military encampment. Uh, it's like it's a fenced. In, uh, it's barricaded. It's wood walls and everything, but for the most part, it looks deserted. Some of the buildings look to be like half destroyed, and there doesn't appear to be any movement in this area at all. Oh, cool! I want to land on the tall on the top of the tallest building in the barracks or barricaded okay. thing. Yeah, you're on like a little watchtower that's probably like a good 20 feet taller than everything else. Alright, so he'll crouch down, scope out the area for a second. If he doesn't see anything, hop down from the watchtower and start exploring. Make a perception roll. Are you like, do you, are you like, hmm, how close is Gideon? Does Gideon like see you do this or do you think Gideon is probably back like a mile waiting so, for like a recon? Well, I, uh, yeah, I assume... I stay close enough to get in so he could see me drop down. Like, it might take him a few minutes to get to me. Like, I definitely went ahead of him. Um, but no, I don't think I'm, like, miles ahead of him. So I got a 15 on my perception. Okay. There's not really anything in this area. It looks pretty empty. You probably, you you see some weapons lying around and definitely some armor. You might even see, like, a corpse here and there. But it's been... They're not fresh. It's like obviously uh, almost skeletal remains at this point. Um, uh, he's gonna hop down from the watchtower, just jump straight down to the ground and poke around, go through the buildings, see what's see what's what. After a suitable amount of time, Gideon definitely catches up and enters the fortification. Well, I guess it's not really. I guess you know the remnants of this fortification does he have to break th- down the door or something no like the gate is like ha- like off its hinges on the ground or something probably um why don't you make a perception for- roll for me as well gideon beat a 15 it sounds like okay <laughs> 10 so 10 plus 4 14 beat a 15 wait doesn't it does me. not beat a 15 no okay does. um yeah, you you see red. He's probably exploring. There doesn't appear to be anything here, really. Nothing of interest. 
does it appear to be a safe place we can camp out for the night? Yeah, you, all the all the 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 remains that you do find here definitely look like they probably have been here. God, how long was that? Uh, three years, give or take. Maybe a little bit. Like they, this is this place has been. So there are no skeletal remains, or or are there skeletal? There are. Remains? There there are remains. There are like this was definitely a military camp. Get in, you can tell. Um, there's actually an old flag fi- flying like a. It's similar to the Commonwealth's symbol, which was like a, a, a golden sea with like spears around it, basically. Um, it's similar to that, but you can tell it's not actual Commonwealth. It's something else. Um, maybe an old mercenary group or maybe just a different military group at some point. Um, the remains look old. like they Not like a decade, but like definitely a year or two old, probably. But it we does seem all to be these safe guys. right now. You guys... Did... <laughs> what a dead guys. Um, There's one. Dead guys over there. It... <laughs> oh, I stepped on one. Yes, there are. There are a lot of them. Let's... Let's, let's be careful not to disturb the remains if we can help. Why? Um, I don't know. What did this to them? It's. Just, I don't think it's here anymore. I, do you think it's hiding in their um, bones? It's just. It's just disrespectful to the dead. Um, but they're dead. To disturb their remains. Yes, they're not going to do anything about it. Were I to die, were I to die, Red puts his I hand on your shoulder. Remains left undisturbed, you? and I really, really hope Red hears those you? words. <laughs> Are a great warrior, Gideon Morningstar, <laughs> and I will eat you when you die. Pat you on the back, and then he goes and pokes around through more houses. <laughs> uh, I think I think I want Gideon to roll insight on that. Okay, roll insight. Actually, proficient in that as well. Oh, it's a six plus four ten. You think, uh, oh man, that's a fucking 10. I hate 10s on insight rolls. That's the worst. Um, you have no idea what red means by that. You're not sure if he means he's going to eat you, not going to eat you, whatever. It's, uh, is he messing with you? All, is he all being I can serious? take from the intonation is that he didn't, he certain, <laughs> he certainly didn't mean it maliciously. So I guess that's enough for now. Oh, um, and, and, Gideon says, just as a personal favor for me, if you could um, try to avoid stepping on as many of the remains as possible while we're here. But it does appear as though this happened a long time ago. um, And uh, I don't suspect whatever did this to these uh, poor souls is still around. Uh, This is probably a pretty safe place for us to camp out until the threat from the Venators has fully <laughs> passed over us. Um, or, you know, at least for the night. Okay. So you make camp here? Do you, like, try to find a building that's not destroyed, basically? Yeah, if there's a place that's, you know, at least, like, 70-80% sheltered, that'd be that'd be great. Uh, especially overhead, so, you know, wind and rain um, aren't, really a, aren't really a threat. Um... I also something that'll try to keep the the chill off of us and 
something that's maybe ventilated so that we can have a fire inside. But yeah, I was, that's um, what I was going to say. Red is for sure taking debris and he's going to stack it up and build a fire inside wherever we're staying. And he's going to lay so close to the fire that he's basically in it. Like he's going to wrap, like curl up around the fire once it's going. Okay. Yeah, I think I don't think there's an issue yeah, with you guys finding. It's probably like a building on like the backside is like built right along one of the walls. Probably like it used to be part of a guard tower or something. And so like there is like some ventilation on top because the upper floor is gone, but like the first floor is still sturdy and safe. And you guys rest up for the night. Um so I didn't ask if we'd like long rested, but I guess we can consider this a long rest. Yeah, you you had, I mean, I got all, I, got all our stuff back. Yeah, and I'm thinking this is a couple days after the boat th- incident, so you guys have been like in the woods, like you've gotten rests. I don't know that we got eight hours of uninterrupted sleep during all of that, though, right? If we're like trying to dodge Venators and stuff, we're probably like we might have stopped to rest for a couple of hours or something. Maybe this is the first time that we've had the opportunity to actually sleep a full yeah, this is, night. This is definitely the first time you've had shelter that was like safe shelter. Any other time might have been like a wayward pine or like you guys like maybe found a hole in the cliff or something that you tried to use or you just camped out hoping that no- nothing would find you. Found a thicket that you could hide in kind of shit. But this is definitely the first night where you're you feel safe. And you know, when you feel safe... That's when you're safest. That's when guard that's let that's down. That's when you should be most oh. aware. So who's... Who, are you guys taking watch? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think Gideon definitely is. Um, Red just sleeps. I mean, I, he, he's he got to at least get you know some rest if he's going to actually get a rest. What is it? You have to at least sleep four uninterrupted hours and be at rest for another four or is it six i think it's six per the rules of long resting unless of course you're an elf and then you can do it in six four. hours and performs no more than two hours of light activity such as reading talking eating or standing watch so it has yeah you, so you have to be resting for eight hours but you have to be sleeping for at least six of those um i think gideon um probably has a hard time drifting off at first but is so tired that after a couple of hours of watch he does just get some sleep yeah and sleeps a full six it's also what like the taking watch thing would be up to gideon i think like as soon as the fire's made red curls up literally around it and goes to sleep so then it would be up to gideon if he's gonna wake red up and ask him if he's gonna take watch or not uh i think gideon feels like he knows the answer to that (laughs) I think you, you you get your rest. You get your full six hours of sleep. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything about that. You're fully rested. You it's probably the best sleep you've gotten in a while. Red's still asleep when you wake up. And then, uh, yeah, probably since probably since we left Duskshire, right? yeah, probably. Um, and then Red's more into the fire. It's only been a couple of days, I guess. You're like laying on the smoldering ashes uh-huh. of it at this point because nobody's been like stoking it um and then i th- i think you hear something outside and it just sounds heavy footsteps walking through this camp that you guys are sleeping in 
Why do I put myself to sleep before combat? Why would you? What? Why do I? <laughs> it's if we're about to fight, that'll be yeah, two sessions all, in a row. You just said you're still, like, and you still said you're probably sleep. still asleep. So I'm still asleep. And you're like, okay, you hear heavy footsteps. Damn. Get, get in. You wake up. Red is snoring in the fire pit, and you hear heavy footsteps walking through this camp. Red, red, red. We we, five we minutes. wake up. We need to be alert. Someone's here. Hmm? Now, Red, and he starts starts nudging him. If I can say I wake up, then Red will wake up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with you waking Red. up this time without so, it being an issue. How <laughs> long did I sleep? Red wakes up, Brett falls asleep. What's going on? Uh, how long were you asleep? Um... Someone, someone's here. I don't hear anything. Mr. I have proficiency in stealth. Do you want to go check it out? <laughs> check it out. Um, you can see I'm not the best for reconnaissance. I'm rather loud as I move around. Red stands up. He stretches like a cat would and then slinks out. But he's still pretty asleep because he gets an eight on his stealth roll. <laughs> Oh, I don't even see, or see my ear, Gideon, but uh, check it out. You're, like, standing <sighs> outside of the building doing, like, that that cat stretch where you put your paws out and you arch your back uh-huh. and, like, doing that when suddenly something comes around the corner of the building. It's holding a massive club, and it's about eight feet tall, and it like screams at you and charges and I need you guys to roll initiative. Well it's not a Venator. It's a fucking Oni or some shit or a troll. That's a five. Golly, Red. It's an eight minus one seven Jeez. somehow. I have <laughs> out initiative red. What's your guys AC? That's a twenty. Eighteen. What? 20 for red? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, I'm playing the new okay. class now. I picked up a fighting style that gives me plus one AC, and then you get dragon aspects. I picked up one of those that gives you plus two AC. So. Nice. So naturally it'd be a 17. Huh. But... Okay. But you're going defensive. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, this is a nut. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Messed up a lot of stuff on this character sheet. I'm going to have to fix it and repost it to that. I'm just looking at so it. So a 14 does not hit you. No. And a... Really? Two 14s in a row. Both of them do not hit you as this thing swings its clubs at you. I think, like, it swings hey, its club at you and then, like, you... You complete your stretch and like pull back, and it's just club slams into the ground right in front of your face. <laughs> and then you hear heavy footsteps coming from the other direction, and a second one of these. These things are like, oh, the first the first one's like eight feet tall, and the second one's like nine and a half feet tall. They're bipedal. They're standing on two massive black, almost dragon-looking legs. 
mm-hmm. while its body has like uh like is regular tannish skin it's almost like these legs have been grafted onto it and then the arm holding the club has almost like a dragon claw at the end that is also black its face does kind of look like just it's a big head like a giant's head basically and it's it's swinging this club is with this one a trollic <laughs> it's it's technically no i'll tell you what it is after the fight uh, <laughs> Um, and then uh, the second one is going to attack Red because you're the only one out of the building. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Four, a 15 and a 22. That one will hit. You cast the shield spell as a reaction? <laughs> I actually could. Uh, <laughs> you could. You do that? No. It does 15 damage to you. It swings its oh, great club at you. Okay. And like roars. The second one, um, it has the black legs, like dragon legs, and then its torso looks more like a tabaxi, almost furred. And then, it, but its head has the look of almost a like a an eagle. So it's like an aracocra, aracocra with a tabaxi torso and dragon legs and both of its arms like from the shoulders down are like almost like dragon scales until the hands that look like uh they probably just look like human hands but a little bit beefier kind of like a fear uh maybe a fear bog or yeah fear bog's hands or something it's it's quite good looking you know really attractive and it screeches at you with its eagle aracocra or just very rooster looking aracocra yep aracocra um, and then it is Gideon's turn. What do you do? Uh, Gideon come, uh, Gideon, are, are these things within 30 feet of me? Uh, they're right outside the building that you're in. So yeah, I'd say they're probably within 30 feet of you. Okay. Um, it's going to, um, Run outside and I suppose attack the nearest one. I would like to get within ten feet of Red, if at all possible. Yeah, they're right up on Red. They're both right up on Red, so you'd be able to stand like right next to them. Well, I didn't know if maybe they were between between uh, me and Red, and also don't know. I'm, I mean, they're eight feet tall, so I guess they're just. I'm right outside creatures. the door, though, right, and um, they're on either side of me. Yeah, Is you're right outside the door. One came from the left of the doorway, and one came from the right. Came from the right, yeah. They're basically fl- flanking you. Um, okay, so I I ran outside, um, take in these monstrosities uh, in front of me, pulled Dawnbreaker uh, off of my back, and um, am prepared to um, fight them. I would like to go ahead and swing Dawnbreaker two-handed at, um, I suppose... The one that damaged red, just to differentiate one from the other for your That's benefit. Tom. Um, one on the left, okay. the bigger one. Oh, I, I, I see. Yeah, the bigger one is Tom. The little one, littler one, is just he. He's just known as Graf, like giraffe, but without the er. <laughs> he hasn't earned it yet. 
He hasn't earned that eraf er, er yet. It's just graph. He's a giraffe rig. Um. Okay, so you're you're rolling to attack. Yes. Um. Uh. Yes. Uh. As a bonus action, you can imbue one weapon you are holding with the power of divine forge for the next minute. Uh. It deals an additional one d four radiant damage on a hit. Um, nice. And if you use your divine smite while striking with it, the target must succeed on a con saving throw or be blinded until the end of your next turn. Until the end of your next turn. Nice. Um, I suppose that helps for um, opportunity attacks through a couple of turns. But so I'm going to attack it twice. My rolls are oof a three and a four plus six. So here we go back to some Gideon rolls. Um, yeah, neither of those hit. And so that I mean, I would assume a nine and a ten don't hit. Um, and so I mean, I don't even know that my combined roll would have hit with a 13 um so um i suppose that's the end of my turn okay red it's your turn okay uh i think uh gideon in his rush to get outside just doesn't quite have a handle on uh on his weapon he pulled it off his back and started swinging in the same motion and i think he's a little off balance and uh his his blows are just pretty easily easily avoided okay uh, let's see. You're trying to hit this thing in the torso, and we, you're like, "You really do need to try to be tall. better about describing our attacks." Yeah. yeah, I guess first I will. I'm gonna attack the one that hit me. I'm gonna go ahead and roll both my attacks. Debut, Tom. Wow. There we go. Yeah, so that's two two twenty sixes. On uh, which one were you attacking? The one that hit me, Tom. Tom, Thomas. The okay, tank, so Tom. The tank so you go after Tom and hit him. Yeah, roll your damage. All right, and for one of those, I'm going to burn a first level spell slot, um, and use Drag Draconic Smite. Um, so it's just an extra D8 of damage. Uh, it is fire damage on that, though. So. Okay. That'll be 3d8s. And I'll separate just in case there's a resistance or something. The last one I roll will be fire, the fire damage. Ugh. So that's 11. damage. Yeah, damage and 7 of it. And then 7 fire damage. Um. Okay. No. Wait, what? Yeah. Sixteen damage and then seven fire damage. Is he still he's still alright, I guess, yeah. Yeah, he's still he's still there, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna use my bonus action to attack on my tail. Seventeen? Okay. And that hits? So I think so red comes up on his back legs and Stinks his uh, left claws into the big, the big guy's shoulder, and drags him down a little bit so he can slash him across the chest with his right claw, like in an uppercut, and breathes fire on him as he does, mm. and then lets go. And as he's dropping back to all fours, he s swings his tail around and hits him in the thigh, and does twelve damage. 
Nice. Good damage. It staggers back a little bit. And then we're back to the top of the order, which is Graf, the one who missed you guys. And I think Graf is going to attack Red again. And he's going to attack you twice. He claws at you with his one dragon claw while throw attacking with his club. And because your AC is a 20, he does not hit either of those. A 17 and a 9. <sighs> and then... And then Tom's going to attack you as well. A 11 and a 22. The 22 hits. Unless you use shield. Mm -hmm. Are you using shield? No, I'm not going to use shield. I'll just take it. Okay. He does 15 15 bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. 15 again. Same rolls, basically. He does 11 bludgeoning damage to you. You're now in the protection of my Mm -hmm. aura. So you take my charisma bonus less damage the first time you take damage. Yo, boy. Thank you, Gideon. And then you hear another noise as a creature comes tumbling out of the sky, landing behind, or he lands on the roof of the building that you guys are out of and looks down at you. And it's, it's, it's draconic. It looks like a dragon. It's, it's black scaled. The only thing that makes it a little bit weird is it like it's I'd say its belly and everything is a little soft, almost more flesh like. And then instead of just being scales, it has hair running all along its back and its head, like really raggedy white hair that kind of I don't know. So it's white hair on black scales and then like a soft underbelly. And it it just it looks like a chunky dragon basically a little bit. It's it's handsome. Um it's handsome. When it lands red it, says in draconic, I'm red, who are you? It roars at you but doesn't say anything back and then it belches and I need you both to make constitution saving throws. Oh man. What damage are we taking? We both get plus 4 to this. Uh, it will be poison. Oh, acid. Acid damage. I get plus four, Carson. Seventeen. It's, uh, five plus six, eleven. Ooh, an eleven. All right. Carson, you fail that. Red, you succeed. Uh, only, only Red, you take fourteen four. points of... A- Ouch! Red, you take 14 points of acid damage. Getting you take 28 points of acid damage. Um, 24, but ouch. And then, uh, hold on. I'm going to roll for the other two that are here. I think it might be time for us to leave, Gideon. Graph saves. Tom does not. So this thing breathes acid down on this entire area in a 30-foot cone. And yeah. then, and it it takes out Tom, takes out the one you guys have already taken some damage to. Oh, maybe not. And the other one like roars up at it, and then it is Gideon's turn. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Red? Um, what? How? How big is this dragon above us in comparison to Red's size? Um, it it's bigger than red, probably twice his size. Whoa! So it's like twelve feet tall. 
That is not at all what I was picturing. Yeah, I mean, it's... I was picturing like four or five feet it for is. some reason. It's a big boy. No, this thing is in the huge... It's a huge monstrosity. <laughs> so it is in the area that covers 15 by 15 feet. So it is easily, you know, 15 feet tall or bigger. I'd say it's probably around 20-some feet tall. I'm not going to be able to outrun this thing. We can take them. Honestly, our best hope might be able might be to get inside in some cover and force it to to come to us or get bored. I'll follow your lead. Um, oh, we'll I should have used that spell. Oh no! <laughs> uh, absorb elements. Um, yeah. Nice. Gideon will go ahead and attack twice um, at the chimeric creature in front of us. Graph. Yes, a graph. I couldn't remember which of the two. Tom is the one who died. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Make your attacks on graph. That's a natural twenty and a four. Well, what's your max? What's your ten? I should say. What's your damage roll? Or what's your yeah? What's your damage dice Uh, on this thing? It's I do one d ten. So you. See. At maximum damage. Okay, so you're doing at least. But 10. I'm also doing that D4 of radiant damage from my. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is your first time with Dawnbreaker. Is it the first time I've critted with Dawnbreaker yeah, in a recording? I think no. so. No, really? you did. You think he did? did in the in the swamp? Not in the swamp. In the. I think it was a swampy area. Remember? Uh, what were we doing? It was where we got the. Talking about in the marshes. Yeah, it was in the, mar- where we in the got, marshes outside where you of got Bingy. That was text-based. Well, that, was that in the text-based, or was that when no, we, when no. we jumped into in, audio during the middle of that? It was in session. We, yeah, 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 it was in session. Uh, it was like when we found Benji, wasn't it? Like, uh, I know what time you're talking about. Yeah, it was when you found Benji, who is like hiding right now. Um, also, yeah, he's, Haas he's and Theron the were hiding back, kicking people off, and you were just going ham in there I, yeah i don't i don't remember i had to listen to it again but i i, be, I believe brett thinks that um i do think that <laughs> but anyway uh, don't let me interrupt anyways all right yeah you're you've created describe so my uh the my weapon is glowing um, putting off bright light, um, shedding light a 10 foot radius around me, um, and is radiating heat. And, um, Gideon's reeling a little bit from the acid damage, uh, but knows that, uh, the situation's getting increasingly desperate and wants to only have this one enemy in front of us and it will be far easier to readjust from here. So, um, he, uh, just puts all of his might into one blow and swings directly overhead and just comes down directly. Uh, well, like it's eight feet tall, so I don't think he'd be able to catch it from above. Uh, so maybe instead it's actually an uppercut, um, like Captain America style on Thanos, right? When oh, he's yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and just uppercuts and catches it like right in the chin with a two-handed swing, putting everything he's got into it. Um, yeah, I think that's what he does. All right. And roll your... And it like... Go ahead. 
how do I roll critical damage? I can't ever remember how we do so it. So you take your max damage that you can make. So like if your damage is 1d10, you take 10. You just take 10 automatically for uh -huh. the crit. So you'll still roll, but you'll add that plus 10 to that roll. And I think basically we say it's that for every damage die that you would get with that attack. Not counting, like, if you decide to smite now, you're not going to get double smite damage. But for your weapon but attack, the, basically. The D4 of radiant yep. damage. I also get a 4 for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. So. Okay. Hells, yeah. Okay, so that's, wow, an 8 plus... 3, 11, plus 14, and then I'll roll my d4 if I need to. That's 25 damage I've done so far. Plus an additional 2 um, for 27 damage. Okay. God, that's so much damage. It is still standing, though. It, like, I um, think it's... But I critted. Yeah, you critted. But I critted, and uh -oh. I do have Great Weapon Master. And, or, uh, Great Weapon Fighter. And so, with a crit, I can actually go ahead and, um... I can go ahead and make a bonus action attack. Mm-hmm. I thought you were supposed to say something. Oh, yes, I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> Dawn has broken. And hopefully the sun won't set on us. He yeah, suck on the morning. The sun probably comes like right through the clouds right now and gives you that added radiant light. That's a cool line, but I don't get it. <laughs> That's a 9 plus 6, 15 to hit. That hits. Yes! I think that might be the first time I've actually thought to use Great Weapon Master. That is unfortunately... Oh, but it's a one, but I've got great weapon fighters, yeah, so I can reroll that one. Reroll that one. I'll just add the three on top of it. So that's a three plus three, six damage. Six more damage. This thing is looking rough, but it is still alive. Oh, no! so terrible. Uh, I mean, the only damage it had taken before this was from the acid breath of its ally, so... This thing, like, I think it staggers back and probably, like, goes down on one draconic leg. I think maybe, like, the radiant light also um, causes it to, like, drop its club just as a reaction. as like, covers its eyes as you smash into it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't roll my radiant damage. Oh, do that. I was going to say, Red, <laughs> just going to be out here stealing Gideon's kills every session. <laughs> Three more damage, radiant damage. All right, I, <laughs> as, uh, I love the idea of, like, Red just stealing this kill after everything Gideon did to it, but I also really like the <laughs> idea of letting Gideon have this kill after the amount of effort you put into this. It's got it's got two HP yeah. left, but I, I'm just going to say it's... How do you kill it? How, does it? how do you kill it, Gideon? So the upward momentum of the uppercut... Gideon actually uses it to lift himself off the ground a little bit. Maybe he, you know, leaps um, a couple of feet in the air, which is quite the accomplishment in heavy armor. And on his way back down, he redirects his momentum into a downward strike with it as well. And just like lets uh, gravity help him carry this thing's like head all the way down into the ground, like smashing it between 
his hammer in the ground, its head. Just squishes, its head just squishes. And then it's Red's turn. Uh, so, Red turns and looks at the only remaining enemy and says, in Draconic, uh, what does this thing look like again? It, it's, it's, it looks like a black dragon, black scales and everything. Um, it's... Does it have wings? It, it has wings. It's It's got silver or gray hair that goes all along down it, from its head down its spine. It's got two black horns that are kind of sticking at odd angles out of the back of its head. And it's like torso is more soft, almost humanish looking flesh as opposed to the normal dragon scale. Uh, so, but it is he looks like at it and in Draconic he says, "You're next, lizard," and puts emphasis on the lizard. Um, <clears throat> and then he's gonna fly up and, and use his breath weapon. He's gonna breathe fire down on it. So that's a dex save. What's the DC? Fourteen. Uh, it rolls a six. So a six. That ain't gonna do it. Really? Oh man. Oh, that is Jeez. terrible damage. So it takes 8 damage off 3d6. 8 fire damage. Okay. Sadly, it does not have a weakness to that. So did you, like, fly up right in its face, basically? Or are you back a little bit? No. No, I flew up. I want to be over it. Like, I, I pictured flying. It's on top of this building, so I flew up to where I could, like, look down on the building and blow fire on it. And I was actually hoping to catch the roof of this building on fire, too. Hmm. Although I did eight damage, so. Yeah, I think you mostly just Might not have been his most impressive it. fire breath. <laughs> no. The the frost is still there from the mor- like the morning frost, so the building doesn't even catch fire. Um, and then it it looks up at. Is that all you can do, or you got something else you can do on your turn? No, I don't. I don't think I can use extra attack if I use my breath weapon. So I think I'm done. No, probably not. Yeah, it looks up at you and then spits a ball of acid coming out of its face hole, its mouth, that thing. Um, some people call it a mouth. And it is a 23, 16 plus 7. Ooh. Oh, I thought it was going to be a con save again, but uh, nope, so I'm not going to save because that would be cheating. I am going to use shield, though. I don't want to take that. Okay. Okay. You, you block that. 25 that... till the end of my turn. Okay. And then it leaps yeah, it up into the air. Yeah, it stays until the start of my next turn, I think. Yeah. So at least it spits at you, then leaps up into the air and claws at you, attacking twice more. Yeah, it is until the start of my next turn. Okay. Rolls a 20 and a 13. So those don't hit with your new AC. Good turn to use shield. Yep. And now it is in the air with you, basically right on you. And now, Gideon, it's your turn. Up, we'll say about 15 feet in the air, is Red and this dragon thing. Just outside of the range of my aura, which is... um, So, buildings around me 
are what 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 kind of buildings are around me? You're looking at like a few. Is there something I could go ahead? Is there something I could climb that would put me within ten feet of Red? Um, if you climb the building that it was just sitting on top of that they fl- it flew off of, like the building you were in, you could probably you would be within ten feet of Red. Other than that, there probably isn't any other building around here that would let you do that. How tall is that building? Uh, it's one story tall, so it would get you up to. <laughs> It would get you to just within 10 feet, unless they fly higher or away. And you've got, unless you otherwise specified you have half a climb speed, or um, your climb speed equals half your mo- your walk speed, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so if I've got 30 feet of movement, I could take... 10 feet of movement to get to the building and use 10 of my remaining 20 feet of movement to climb up to this, the, this first story so I can be within 10 feet of red. Yes. Okay. I'm going to do that. Uh, climb this building. Um, and get within that distance. Um, and I'll actually, as a bonus action, cast spiritual weapon. Mm, nice. Um, uh, within, I create a spectral floating weapon within um, 60 feet of me. Uh, when you cast a spell, you can make a melee attack against a creature within 5 feet uh, of the weapon on a hit. The target takes 4 damage equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Uh, and as a bonus action, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack. Um, now, I, I don't gain the benefit. Um, well... Uh, melee spell attack. I don't get the benefit of extra attack. This isn't me taking the attack action on my turn. Um, so I will go ahead and make a, weapon, a spell, a melee spell attack. Cool looking thing. And that is plus. I'm proficient in this, so it's actually plus seven. It's actually better than my uh, normal weapon rolls. Or <clears throat> bonus. Ooh. That. that is a yeah. 16 plus 7, 23. That hits. And that is uh, 5 plus 4 force damage, not, or 9 total force damage. Okay. And then I'll also pull my javelins off my back, mm-hmm. and I will attack twice with javelins. Okay. Make those rolls. How many javelins do you have? Five. Like five. Okay. So you're using up two, basically, right now to throw it. That is a 5 plus 6, 11, and a 14 plus 6, 20. The first one does not hit. The second one does. Okay, I'll go ahead and smite. Uh, spend a second level spell slot and smite on this as well. Um, can I do that with a ranged attack? I think it might have to be melee. I think it is melee. Yeah, I think it is too. As much as I don't want it to be true. Melee weapon attack. Yep. Can I... Smite with my uh, not I, I won't do it on this turn, but for future reference, uh, it spiritual weapon is described as a melee spell attack. Uh, it says melee weapon attack. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I will do my javelin damage, which is a d6. Uh, it's a three plus three six piercing damage. Okay. Uh, for a total of fifteen damage on that turn. Okay. Uh, Red, it's your turn. This thing is up in your face. It now has a javelin in its shoulder. <clears throat> what do you do? Um, Red looks over at Gideon and says, 
hey, watch this. I'm about to blow everybody's mind. And he casts darkness on a point centering on himself. So that's a 15 uh, spherical radius around him that's covered in darkness that you can't see through with dark vision. And that's the end of his turn, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I think to Gideon, right, now there's a black orb floating in the air and he can't see the two dragons. It's like right above his head, basically, and he can't see the two dragons. I never imagined... I never imagined darkness as like a perfect circle. It's always just this like black like impenetrable mass it even had like undulates a little bit yeah i almost imagine it being like smoky but you can't see through it at all so like little wisps of smoke come off of it here and there right but yeah you can't see through it at all and maybe like the center is almost like a almost like a maybe a jelly like substance um and undulates or is it a jam we've gotten some mileage out of that (laughs) i think it's jelly not jam um Okay. Uh, red, make a constitution no saving throw. But uh, am I, am I close four. enough? Okay, cool. Yeah. 24. Okay, you succeed on that. Okay, and then this thing is going to just whack around. It cannot see, so it has disadvantage. Have disadvantage attacking me. Yep. Okay, so disadvantage, a 18, a 16, 18, 16, and a 8 with disadvantage. So it does not hit you, and I think it, but I think it also then drops out of the sky and lands on the ground below both of you now, and then roars up at you. So one of my... One of my dragon aspects is I can see through darkness, magical, and non-magical up to 120 feet. So when it moves away yeah. from me, I'm going to take an attack of opportunity against it. Okay. 25. That hits. As you do this, I'll say this then. If you if you can see through magical darkness, then mm-hmm. as it had swung around and like you dodged its attacks... Um, I was going to say that you rolled two attacks? Wanna... No. Um, I'm still rolling yeah. D20 uh, for my damage. So... Okay. So you see it swinging around, and as you do, the javelin from Gideon falls out of its shoulder, and you see the wound start to heal up as it like swings around, and then it starts to drop away, and you slash at it and hit it oh for is that seven damage. Seven damage, yeah. Okay. And now it is Gideon's turn. Okay. So this thing moved, what, about 15 feet to the ground? Is that right? Uh, I think I said it was about 20 feet up, so it moved 20 feet to the ground and is now on the ground to, like, where you... It's, like, standing near the dead bodies of the other two abominations, basically. Did you say it healed from... um, I didn't mention this, but I think my spiritual weapon... It healed before you attacked. Did it heal? Like I slashed. Turn it it healed. Did it? Okay, so it didn't heal for my slash yet. Where I just hit it. No. It. Okay. 
because I healed during see its it. I can turn, see through it. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Carson. Um, I didn't say this earlier, but I I should point out um, that um, my spiritual weapon did take the form of a spear this time. It just feels like a good weapon to attack a dragon with. Yeah, especially in the um, air. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can move it 20 feet on my turn as a bonus action and repeat the attack. Perfect. Um, That's exactly what you need to move. Yep. Precisely what you need to move for it. So fall damage is every 10 feet you fall, you take 1d6 bludgeoning damage, right? Yes. If I were to leap attack off of this thing with Dawnbreaker in my hands, would I do an additional 1d6 damage to this thing? I think that will depend on how well you roll. That's insane. So, so jumping, jumping off, jumping ten feet to the ground is the same as getting hit by a longsword in D and D. Yeah, basically. Okay. Just check. Do do you really? I mean, like, I mean, do we really want to get into because there are some really goofy comparisons we can. Oh, I know, I know. I'm (laughs) just saying. I from ten. I broke my ankle from jumping from four feet up, so it can do damage. I remember that. Hey, I mean, it can, yeah, but anyway. So I, I think that's what, us. yeah, I uh, I think with what, but I think with 10 feet, I think it's if you do a lot, if you take that full D6, it's because you landed wrong or basically, you know, you, you hit something. But, yeah, I did. All right, go ahead, Carson. But I'm ten feet. You, you, you said I climbed 10 feet onto the top of this building, so I'm 10 feet from the ground. So what if I jumped? And I landed on top of this thing. Then you wouldn't be do- doing the full ten feet, yeah. Okay, uh, that's, but you uh, so I'll it. do my. Um... Yeah. Don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> don't roll a crit I, fail um... right now. Oh god, don't! I'll cast Shield of Faith on myself. Actually, as a bonus action, this is concentration, so you guys keep me in check about that. Um, somehow, spiritual weapon is not concentration. That's nuts. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's nuts. That's nuts. I'm uh, mad about it. I think it lasts. Uh, I think it lasts. Is it a minute? So I've got another like nine rounds with this thing floating. Darkness um, is ten minutes. It it is a minute. Um, so I've got another nine rounds. Um, but I'll cast Shield of Faith on myself, give myself plus two AC. Uh, that lasts for ten minutes, but it is concentration. Um, yeah. And I will jump down and attack with um, Dawnbreaker. Uh, and I'll go ahead and attack twice. I'm going to try to land like on its back. Um, and um, like bring the weapon down on like its neck while also trying to aim to like land on its back and be able to land on top of it. Okay. Alright, make this make this roll. Let's see what happens. Um my first one, I'm gonna take a minus five attack penalty. Ooh. Uh and use great weapon master. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On the most important roll. <laughs> uh on the jumping off the building. But that seems right, doesn't it? That seems like the one you should use it on. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to get all that bonus reward. damage if you still hit. Yeah. 
So it's a 13 and a 9 it ends up being. My 18 probably hits. What a shame. <sighs> so a 13 and a 9? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, neither of those hit. <laughs> Oof. Um, so... Well, it is the first damage I've taken. Yeah, I yeah, you take six points of fall damage. I think it's I think it's not just like I've oh you jumped wrong I, damage. I think you like you leap and it pulls back, and as it does, like it's just because you were aiming for it, you're thrown off and like just hit the ground wrong and don't quite roll. Like you don't roll, you just hit the ground straight and like fall back a little bit. And just causes you to take some big. This thing in. is moving. This thing is moving before us on turns, isn't it? Yes. That's delightful. So that's the only damage I will take this turn. So I do reduce it by four from my aura. Nice. <laughs> um, and uh, that, that, that will be the end of my turn. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, Red, your this turn. Fall just this doesn't look as bad as it should. Yeah, it, he catches himself a little bit. You see him wince, but then like he's like straightens up and is fine. He twist. He just his ankle twisted a little bit. Um. His his attack, uh, like he was jumping down and like swinging overhead at the dragon. And his attack, when he realizes he's gonna miss the dragon, he plants Dawnbreaker in the ground before him, and it kind of breaks some of the impact yeah. of his fall. Like takes the brunt of the impact of his fall, and it's still like. I think what it does is it gives him a wicked fucking stinger yeah. up his arms, oh, yeah. like whenever the you're swinging a baseball yeah. bat, and it just catches you right in front of the, yep. you know, catches yep. the bat right in front of the hands, and it vibrates up your arms. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Oh, all right. So uh, red. What so do you do? this uh, this smoky jelly uh, sphere dive bombs onto the knot dragon. I'm gonna attack it. it. Move with you. Yeah, because I cast it on myself. So if you cast it on something, it moves with the object. Uh, oh man! Oh, so it's now um, covering all three of you. Yeah, I'm. I, I definitely have disadvantage on my yeah. attacks as well. Uh, <laughs> so that is a twenty-seven. But you don't have disadvantage. You can see through magical darkness. Yes, it's you one can. of my dragon aspects. Um, so I have that's. Nice. A 27 and a nat 1 for my second attack. I assume that one doesn't hit. So I'll use my bonus action. Do the tail attack since I hit on the first one. That's a 24. Hmm. Nat 1. So that's okay. 20 damage on this turn. So he just red dives down on top of it and it's just clawing and biting at it wherever he okay. lands on it well he probably like lands on its bat is flying down and as he passes it slices at it bites at it and then lands on the ground in front of it covering everyone in darkness now right right next to gideon yep don't worry gideon i can see you buddy i i still think this puts us at an advantage here we're more than holding our own stay the course all right you see the claw marks and stuff that you just did to it. Some of them start to heal up. And then oh, it. So this thing's not really looking fucked up, I guess, right? 
It looks fucked up for a minute or two. <laughs> Six seconds or so. Um, oh, I need both of you to make constitution saving throws again. Good thing I landed with you, buddy. Yep. Um. This is definitely, Gideon is definitely the best person to fight this thing with. <laughs> At least if you're close to him. Trying to decide. Oh, you can use your reaction to give us an advantage on this too, can, right? Uh, yeah, well, I only have so many of them. That's why I was trying to decide. I can only do that four times, and only one of us. Um, and I've already rolled, so I'm going to go ahead and give that to you, though, Carson. So I can do that three more times. Oh, I didn't split yeah, them. you guys split them. Oof, that's a 21 not split. That could be bad. <laughs> could have been bad. Gotta keep them separated. Could have been good. Yeah, could have been, been real good. Could have been real good. Well, it could have been a 20 at best, I guess. Yeah. No, it couldn't even been that. With a plus 6? It would have been like a 14 and then a, a 1. A 14 and a best. 1. So plus 6 is 20. Yep. Whew, that's really good, though. 25. 25. Okay, you both save. Um... Hmm. What does this thing do? You did just use... Oh, never mind. I thought it was using a breath weapon attack to hit with acid again. I was going to say you used reaction to give me that, though. You can't use absorb elements now. Now, if at the start of its turn... Uh, if <laughs> The abomination is surrounded by a noxious stench. At the start of the abomination's turn, any creature within five feet of it must succeed on a DC-14 constitution saving throw or be poisoned. So, Whoa. every time you guys are within me... Oh, I, I can't be poisoned. Oh, you can't be poisoned? <laughs> Something paladins get. Jeez. Yeah, this... I'm immune to disease. Nice. I guess that's, that's not, not poison. poison, though, is it? Yeah, that's not poison. That would mean you can't get drunk. Um, Damn. Because drunk is being poisoned. It's a curse, uh, man. It's a curse. All right. Uh... I was trying to decide if it would just go crazy and try to, like, claw at you guys while not seeing you, but I think it's just, it is going to use its breath attack again. So I need you guys to make constitution saving throws. That's a 20 for me, not natural. That's uh, a 6 plus 6, 12. Jeez. Gideon's not good at saving against these things, jeez. Um... I've taken uh, so much damage already. That's going to be 31 damage for Gideon. Oh, mama. And it's going to be 27 damage, but yeah, it's not great. And 16 damage, or no, yeah, 16 damage for uh, red. This is the first damage I've taken, so it's minus four, right? Don't I get that too? You get the plus four. You don't... Uh, no, you get the, the yeah, four damage reduction. First time either of us take damage on our So I take 12 damage. In, like, and it's not like limited to once per turn. It's literally anybody in range of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Gideon, I don't think we can do it. And then that's its turn. It's Gideon's turn. Um, I will go ahead and spend all 35 of my lay on hands and heal myself, and then I will actually bonus action uh, healing surge as well. I thought you had... Taking much damage. Oh, you just took thirty-one damage. Yeah, and he took. He. I've been hit by that twice. Yeah, he got, bro. He's I've taken failed like fifty something. Yeah, he's failed both of his saves against that breath weapon. 
Yeah, I have 12. And it's not even a dex oh. save. <laughs> well. He's been... I'm not proficient in... Like, literally, the only difference in my... Like, I've got a minus one in dexterity saving throws, but I only have a plus two in constitution saving throws. So it's only a yeah. three difference. It's not like I'm that much better at constitution than I am dex. All right, so you do all your healing on your turn. Hold on. Uh, hold your... on. I need to... Uh, this is what I was checking. That's why I was quiet for a while. I need to roll to see if I maintain concentration. Hmm. I don't know if it's possible. You gotta beat a 31. I do. Oh, is it the damage you take? It's, um... Or half the damage you take, which is higher. 10 yeah. or half the damage um, you take. Yeah, uh -huh. so... So, rounding up, but is 16? It'd be a 16. Because yeah. I took so 31, right? Yeah, it'd be a 16. Half, I was thinking it was so, all. yeah, I, I, I did. Yep. Yeah, it's not all. All would be insane sometimes. That would be yeah, insane. So you do save on like that, right and then you need to roll for your, your hit dice if you're doing that bonus action healing surge. Yeah, let me heal the 35. Um, we have we have half of those, half of our hit dice. What? For healing surges? Yes. You what, is, to, yeah, you, what is the rule for action? You can Rounded roll up to up half down. of your hit die. Uh, up, I'll say. 18, and Gideon is fully healed. Nice. Exactly fully healed, as a matter of fact. Uh, and obviously that's my action and my bonus action, so that's my turn. Yep, and it's red turn. Alright, I will start with a bonus action using all my healing surges. <laughs> so that's 25, 9835. Alrighty. Uh, and then I will... Yeah, I'm going to attack this asshole twice. Okay. Oh, Ugh. you need... Wait, is, uh, is your darkness... Still concentration? It's not concentration. Or is it not concentration? It because not. it's a dragon, your dragon thing? I don't think it's concentration spell at all. It is. I'm looking at it right now. Darkness, concentration, duration up to ten minutes. Why does it... Oh, it's the sea up there. I thought it would be down here. So I need to roll for that. Yeah? Yeah. Is it con save? Yep, 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 yep. Con save. I've been looking at that thinking, I can't believe this isn't a concentration spell. <laughs> that's a nat 20. Whoa, 27. that's a nat 20. Cool. Uh, okay. Oh, another nat 20 for you guys. Cool. Actually, 31, because I didn't add my aura that Carson's All giving right. me. Yeah, yeah you, you save. <laughs> yeah, we get it. We get it. You save. Um <laughs> All right, but I I you don't hit him. Attacks or did you already do that? I, I did. I don't hit him. Fifteen and eleven. All right, the fifteen hits. Oh, it's nice. armor class is fifteen. Yep, that's a good sign. This thing is like not a very high armor class. Not actually a a ton of HP. But uh, it's got I'm gonna that go healing ahead. Factor. I'm gonna go ahead and smite too. And do so that's nine Ooh, damage and we got two smiters here. Fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> so Ten damage. Like that. Ooh, that hurts. Hey, uh, hey, Brett. Guess what? What? It heals for ten damage at the beginning of its turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I took that away from it. I took that away from it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Shit. I'm gonna reward. I'm gonna reward that nat twenty here. <laughs> I don't want this fight to drag out too much longer. Um, especially with you guys all healing all the way up, all of a sudden it's like, oh man. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap this up right here. Um, suddenly, uh, let's see. How do I want to do this? I'm gonna make this just super cool because I like doing that. At least in my mind, it's super cool. Suddenly, you get a flash of something. Um, I guess. Oh man, I guess nobody sees this except for Red, because the darkness is still <laughs> it's up. Everyone's Red, covered in you darkness. You look up. Everybody's covered in darkness, and you look up, Red, and you see a flash of silver, and all of a sudden, dropping behind this thing is a large silver dragon. Oh my gosh, Gideon! Probably this about the same. So awesome! It's probably about. It's probably about the same size as you. It's so awesome. You can't what, see what's this. Happening? Gideon, we're saved. <laughs> Gideon, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know that we know that yet. And it's a dragon. the silver we're dragon fine. drops behind this thing. And off of the back of the silver dragon leaps a Leonin. Oh, no. There's a person here, too. Yeah, no, no, she okay. draws. She pulls out a massive long sword. And leaps up into the air. And as she does that, the silver dragon just claws at this Can I... abomination real quick with three. Yeah? What? As she leaps into the air, can what? I drop Can I drop darkness so that the dragon and the Leonin can have a yeah, good sure. view of the enemy? Yeah. So she I leaps into the air, darkness drops... There it is, and as she, she, she's like in. I'd say she's probably like fifteen feet in the air, leaping onto the back of this thing. The silver dragon slashes at its backside with its claws, and then bites into it. And then she comes down with her long sword, driving it into the back of the thing's head, and it just drops solidly to the ground. And she just does that whole like as it collapses in front of the two of you, she rolls forward and stands up with no problem whatsoever, just bounces up. And just grins at the two of you. And she says, That was a lot of fun. Looked like fun. Thank you for your help. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Yeah? Um, could you make a wisdom saving throw for this thing, DC 15? Sure. Uh, this isn't anything that I'm trying to do. Because uh-huh. uh, it's dead, right? Yes, it's dead. Will you, will you just do it for me for shits and Yeah, giggles? sure, it's a three. Command is a more powerful spell than I give it credit for a lot of the time. I'm glad I have that in my repertoire. <laughs> Command is a very powerful spell. Like, I could seriously make this thing, force this thing to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw and tell it to grovel, and on its next turn it has to just fall prone and end its yep. turn. That's, like, stupid good for that's a first spell. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's really, really good. Yeah, it's just as long as it's the one word yeah. spell, but uh and she she looks at you guys and says, Ah, Brack said you guys might need some help. Um I think we cut away. Red, this is uh this is uh Yeah, I was gonna say I actually Deloria. don't know who this is, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, this is Saloria. This is this is Brax's Leonin apprentice. <laughs> and with her is bottle opener. Do I know bottle opener? Eh, 
we'll say you do just for the sake of it. That makes it better that he was saying, we're fine, we're saved, we're saved, we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> How much health does that thing have? It only starts with 66. It's only two more than I have. But... But it gains oh, it I mean, it's only six more than I yeah, have. But it heals ten but it every turn. gains ten every turn. Between the two of us, we can do that much damage in a turn if, if all of our hit. attacks do hit and we roll well for damage. Big if, obviously, but and I mean, it ten is well. If I can force this thing to fall prone, yeah. And I mean, ten is good. Is like. It's not a ton of health back, but it's enough to keep it alive longer. But if you guys would have done, like, serious damage to it, like, two turns in a row, yeah, you could have killed it in two yeah. turns even with that health back. But... Yeah, I mean, if if my attacks start landing instead of me missing two, I'm starting to do smite, because I'm burning smites on this oh, thing. Yeah. Like, every attack that hits, I'm going to start smiting. The so I would have put potentially put the hurt on it and done a good 30 damage on one of my turns if both of my attacks hit. I on any of I found these attacks. things in my in Fizzbin's Treasury of Dragons and I was like, "Oh, these would be perfect to throw at them." The one is the first two that you fought are Dragon Flesh Grafters and the last one is Dragon Flesh Abomination and it's basically them grafting f dragon flesh onto these people and slowly turning them into like basically a, a really abominable dragon. That's fucked up. I don't like that. I don't like. Oh yeah, that. it's what's doing that to them. Um, something that might have black scales and likes black dragons. Ah, uh, who would? God damn it! That's why I, I thought know, it was man. really. I've heard. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that something like that's actually okay. Pretty cool. I mean, I know a black dragon that's really yeah. cool. She's the shit. Yeah, I really like coming into you guys talking about Strix. Um, especially since you're so close to her lair. God, might swap out warding bond. I just don't know <laughs> that I have need of that anymore. It was such a nice, it was an awesome spell option with Haas around. But so we got to level up, right? But now that you don't have Haas, since yeah. we were saved by NPCs. Yeah, since you were saved by you guys would have won that fight with that with that. Oh my god, I get ASI. I'm about to put two into strength and just do better shit with my weaponry. <laughs> with Give me that with shit. your guys' healing up at, with and it only had like it had forty some health or yeah forty six health or something. But know, you guys, I mean, with getting healing all the way up, it also rolled it rolled bad on its recharge for that last breath. So it. It didn't have its breath weapon for at least another turn or two, depending on how it rolled. Because it's that whole recharge 5-6. Yeah. And with your darkness having giving it all of its melee attacks being disability, I don't or disability, disadvantage, I think you guys would have been able to take it. I just didn't want to drag that out like three more rounds trying to do that. Yeah, this, this is what I was thinking, is that we might could have won that encounter um it would have been a long because like i've and i've still got spell yeah i've got still i've still got spell i've i've got cure wounds and i was still i still had six spell yeah. slots right so there was more healing to be had there potentially um yeah and i mean it's it's armor like classes of 15 uh, it's only got a it's only a challenge rating of six prayer of healing is so good it's just that 10 minutes you cannot use it in no. combat 
it is an out of combat healing spell, but it is very, very. It's a good, good. break in the dungeon type spell, but not a good uh, combat yeah. spell. I mean, it's a good, like the second you're out of combat and you think you'll stay out of combat for ten minutes. Yeah. Oh man, um, what was your favorite thing that happened this session? I critted. I critted at the wrong time, but I critted. Yeah. Honestly, think my favorite thing that happened was. Um, honestly, Red's terrible stealth check. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. Like he's like, I'll sneak out there. Get in there, Sight Not. Why are you even making me do this, man? Oh shit, I'm getting attacked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not narrative based, but it it's fun. I don't play many spellcasters, and it felt like I kind of got to use my full repertoire. Yeah in this and we got to got to utilize some mechanics like climbing was involved here there was just some weird stuff that we don't always see and i like i don't know i like flexing yeah game muscles a little bit every now yeah, and then. I, so i definitely I, there, it was just there was just a lot of cool stuff that was yeah, there was I climbing, def- yeah, i definitely enjoyed actually spells there was environmental stuff you had to deal with yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of random shit fall damage yep. uh what was your favorite character moment for your own character. Um, for our own character. Uh, Dawn has broken. Yeah. Crediting with that is always fun. Dawn has broken. Uh, casting darkness on myself and being able to see through it. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Tell you what, me taking blind fighter might not be the worst thing in the yeah. world. No. Being a martial fighter who can cast darkness with blind fighter in there is actually a and you cast darkness on yourself that's actually a pretty dope strategy for somebody who's a a martial Mm -hmm. uh character with a little bit of side of spell casting and technically you have to cast darkness on an item for it to move so you would have to cast it on like your clothing or something but i I saw that after i said that and i could have like thought i would just cast it on my mailbags that i'm wearing that's what i figured well that's what we would say, yeah. It's just it was on your mailbags. <laughs> oh, um, how do you feel the session went overall? I feel like we already kind of covered that, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think um, it was good. We've had two pretty hectic combat encounters in the last couple of sessions, and I mean. That's not always super common for us. No. I really like, mm-hmm. um, I really like getting into in, into scraps. Um, and while the dice weren't as friendly to me today, outside of my natural twenty, as as they sometimes are, it um, or as they were last time anyway. Yeah. This was more finding a little bit of balance for. It was pretty balanced overall, oh, yeah. um, really. But like one of my attack, like my leap attack, if I choose not to use great weapon master and take the minus five hits. Yeah. Um, but um, it almost hit anyway because I think what, what, I rolled a twelve plus one thirteen. 13. Yeah, it was a thirteen total. It was a thirteen. You're only two off. And if I hit with that and do plus ten, that covers all the healing it gets. So everything oh, else yeah. is just gratis. Yep. Um, no, I, but um, you guys chose the fastest route, but it, or like the straightest route to Silverbane. But it's also like, I mean, this is literally going through the shit right now. <laughs> this whole area is mm-hmm. so it's it's fun. I like. It's definitely nice to have a little bit of backup. Yeah, and, uh, and I like I, being able to set this up where you get to uh, Solari- Soloria and uh, Bottle Opener. 
Yes. Yeah, that's that's going to be fun. Um, I also liked that I panicked all the time as Theron that I was going to die because he had like seven health. Um, so like if too many people showed up in combat and he gets touched <laughs> once, I'm like, oh my god, I am going to die. And with Red, like the first, he has so much fucking health. So like in the first combat, I'm like, yeah, this is no problem. And then this combat, I'm like, I'm not worried about it. So what? There's three of them. And then I get hit the first time. And it's 15 damage. I'm like, oh, that hurts, but I'm fine. I have so much health. And then when I get hit with that 31, or no, it was, it, I didn't even take 31. It took 12. No, you took knocked like me down that, to yeah. 12. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And I have over 60 health. I, I would find it so funny if we had to like throw in another character for you, Brett, this because this does. time your character died instead of I was, leaving. <laughs> I was thinking that when the thing first showed up and hit us for a lot of damage, that's when I took a lot of damage yeah. and got scared is what it was. The dragon lands on the roof and hits us and we take a lot of damage. And I was like, if Red dies, I'm going to be furious because I'm going to make another character bring into the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> At least so this time, real guys. I'm done making character characters. Had to leave. Yeah, I'm done making characters. Okay, two sessions later, my character's dead. I'm really, I, I, I'm really glad that we're getting to see like Gideon's actual like abilities and stuff. I'm really excited about that because so many things before was like, okay, Gideon's gonna like he's commanding the situation, but also yeah, but I he's mean, backed it, up by rogues who are doing all the sneaky stuff around him. Like, yeah, it's nice seeing Gideon who are out pacing yep. him like in attacking from range and it's just been hard for him to get involved in the action. That is, that is something I've really enjoyed about the last couple of sessions is that, um, I feel like I'm getting to play a paladin yeah. honestly for, yeah. Uh, like outside, like in combat for almost the first time since I think maybe I took Bandar out. Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, red's yeah, I mean, a frontline fighter with that. You, so, yeah, you, we really have, you really haven't done much. Uh, I, I mean, we don't do... We're not a combat-heavy campaign to begin with. But a lot of that was also just because you were surrounded by rogues who snuck through everything. Yeah. Now it's, it's definitely more face-to-face combat. Yeah. Yeah, and Red is and right I'm, there with I'm you, man. That. You want to go punch some things in the mouth? Let's do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> with a hammer? Yeah, whatever. Or a claw. Or fire. And then or a mall. I'm excited that I I'm able to bring Saloria and Bottle Opener to you because they're about to take you somewhere somewhere nice. Oh, real nice. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion, the DM. Catch you later!